you are listening to Queer Voice with your host, Michael Aaron Gossidis. We are living in queer times. Good morning, good evening, and good night. This is Michael Aaron Gossidis. And you are tuned in to another episode of Queer Voice on Anchor FM. So, tonight's episode, ladies and gentlemen, is going to be um, a special focus on the Jeffrey Epstein case that is currently going through the judicial and political realms um, in our country. Um, I would say through the media and news realms, but that is not 100% the case. While it's kind of marginalized or kind of on the periphery, there are mentions of the Epstein case in the mainstream media, which I lovingly call the Mockingbird media, since Operation Mockingbird was uh, something that was set into place by the CIA to have um, members of their staff um, serving in um, as members of the media, um, just to make sure that they could tailor and or steer the talking points. Um, they're also referred to as the legacy media because they, well, they be going bye bye soon. But um, another good another good word to call these people is are propagandists because they um, basically are nothing but propaganda. And um, a station or network such as CNN um, has actually been propaganda for probably since its inception just about, Um, but now it's just full-on propaganda. And, I mean, you see that when they have just the same stories and talking points repeating over and over, and also when they are giving out false or wrong information or tailored information that does not coincide with um, what may actually be going on. It's spun in a direction um, that fits their political needs, whatever those may be. Of course, CNN is seen primarily as a liberal slash left slash democratic supporting um, news organization, as Fox is seen as the right slash Republican slash conservative voice for a news organization. Um, But what they have done um, basically is, well, they have shown their colors recently, especially concerning um, such things as the um, Trump and Russia collusion, um, which was proven to be a false case and not only that, but the information that led up to that case even being something within our government um, was created by falsified documents that had no way of being verified. So that was one idea or one thing that um, a news system or a network such as CNN did. Uh, But then you have these other things. I was going to go into a tirade about some examples. Um, You know, you have the uh, babies in incubators being thrown on the floors. You have this um, fake, actually they've been caught several times faking location Um, and even faking an air raid back in like the 90s or 80s. And uh, just, it goes on and on and on. So they have, they definitely do have a pattern. They definitely do have a history of doing these things. But um, one of the more recent ones, of course, is in regards to the Jeffrey Epstein case, trying to tie our president, Donald Trump, to Jeffrey Epstein. And they are doing everything that they can. And this isn't just CNN. I mean, I'm also speaking about MSNBC, ABC News, NBC News, all of the main networks. Um, I would say I haven't seen this type of talk going on on Fox. Um, From what I do see, Fox primarily... Um, 
is telling its viewers and the American public the truth in regards to the information that is coming out on Jeffrey Epstein and party. And I do say party because the list of offenders or uh, many Epsteins that is coming out is, in fact, coming out. So um, it's definitely going to be a party with Epstein and Trump was not invited. Well, actually, Trump was invited, but um, much to Jeffrey Epstein's dismay, as well as the dismay of the elite politicians, financiers, uh, business people, um, celebrities, uh, Trump declined to arrive to the party. Um, So... um, That's basically a big old lie that they're telling their viewers as well, in hopes that in that moment of time, in that one space of remembrance or of information, or that one space of cognizance, that their viewers will hear and latch on to this main idea, this lie, and just run with it, because they can depend on humans to do that. Um, we're all guilty of it at one point or another. I think it is the, I think it is the, um, I think it is the recourse or the aftermath of that, um, of that statement. Like if you believe a lie and then, you know, kind of just go with it and start telling everyone until you find out you're wrong. I think the recourse is where we prove the intent of the person who was tricked into saying the lie. Um, There, with that in mind, are oodles and oodles of people online, such as on Twitter, where you can um, check out my account. I don't use too much social media. Um, I stopped using Facebook, although the account is still present. It's private. Um, I stopped using Facebook probably about over a year ago now. Um, I really stopped using it around the time that they banned Alex Jones. And um, it has been already about a year, which is insane. And uh, let me think, what else? Um, I do use Instagram, and that was uh, intended to do. That was intended to share information about my creative and my writing life. Um, not too much personal information, um, and then of course um, Twitter, um, which I hadn't really used as much until recently. And I would say, you know, within the past few months. And um, I really do enjoy that um, because I do have people who say things such as, oh, I don't have a Twitter. Only 13-year-olds use Twitter. Um, I don't know if that's a jab at Trump or if that's a jab at 13-year-olds, but I find Twitter to be highly effective at um, getting messages out to people directly um, or even indirectly. Um, It's... It's a fun way to kind of poke the bear, I guess you could say. Anyways, let's get off that tirade. You can visit my um, Twitter at uh, twitter.com slash the M.A. Cosserus. M.A. Cosserus. The M.A. Cosserus. And then uh, there you can kind of see what all kind of activities I've been engaged in. Anyways, so... Let us go back to the main point at hand. On a platform such as Twitter, which is a public forum, not a publisher, so let's hope, I mean, they've already started censoring some people, they've already started um, uh, shadow banning and blocking some individuals, so they're kind of already following in the path of Facebook which means they're opening up themselves to much, much, much legal issues because they are a public forum. They are not a publisher. As a public forum, they are not held liable for any content that is published on their forum. However, when these entities begin to censor or to... Uh, deny the rights of individuals to be heard in these public forums, they then become a publisher. And a publisher is legally bound uh, 
to the work they publish unless a disclaimer has been posted. So with that in mind, um, they are opening up themselves to that doorway, to that box that they probably don't want to be in. But people on here are running with all of these ideas that are being spread about Donald Trump, President number 45 of the United States of America, and Jeffrey Epstein and his ties to um, other prominent individuals, such as Bill Clinton. Now, the Clintons and the Epsteins have become kind of a tired horse, beaten and dead, um, that individuals on the left, democratic, liberal, will um, will throw in the face of um, anyone who has an opinion on this topic and say, oh, oh, you always bring up Bill Clinton and you defend Donald Trump. And this isn't even about politics. This is about the children. So, but then when you go to their page, they have all of this garbage and all of these lies and misinformation about Trump and Epstein and their opinions are clearly on display, um, which is fine. I mean, mine are too. If you go look at my Twitter, you will know exactly where I stand because I am no longer being shy about it where I had been in the past. Um, but um, as I was saying, they will virtue signal that they care about the children because they are not making this political in spite of the fact that within their own echo chambers, they are spitting hate and lies about this administration. Um, it's quite insane and frankly is one of the reasons why I, A, kind of stopped voicing my political opinions on such platforms or publishers as Facebook, and also kind of dropped out of um, certain social circles within my own community because my viewpoints, um, my political viewpoints, my perspective of the world um, is very diverse compared to theirs. And their perspective mainly deals with retweeting and being a mockingbird to these outlets. Um, and that's why they say you really have to check your sources. I had this one person attack me. Well, actually, no, it wasn't me. He was attacking a friend of mine. And I uh, was just trying to be an intellectual, astute individual who had all of this knowledge and information so that they could, you know, um, make their uh, opponents look a certain way. And um, he was talking about some case from some newspaper, which was evidence that he had the receipts to prove his point. However, this person, whom I might also add was an anarchist, um, was relying on a government-funded and government-run newspaper that had severely left-leaning points of view. So, I, you know, I found that kind of ridiculous, but that's not the point. The point of the matter is that this individual ran with that just because they read it in a newspaper. So you really do have to check your sources. Who is the publisher? Who owns the paper? Who are these people tied to? What circles do these people move in? And what points of view do they have on the world and politics and, you know, geopolitics and stuff like that? All of that is pertinent when we're talking about individuals whom I guess they classify as the 1%, but it's actually probably like the point zero 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 one percent um because i think they said the one percent were people that made like i don't know hundreds of thousands of dollars but we're talking about people who are making millions and billions of dollars not hundreds of thousands of dollars people who make hundreds of thousands of dollars now that's that's small potatoes that's that's pocket change we're talking about individuals that really 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 roll in that dough so um I have another case with this individual who is uh, who is virtue signaling over the fact that um, 
the family of um, the family of the reporter who was um, murdered um, by the Clinton crime unit, or was it the the Clinton crime cabal, the Clinton crime unit, the Clinton crime agency. Um, I think his name was Seth Richardson. Uh, so anyway, so some new paper came out and, um, or Seth Richards, I'm sorry, not Seth Richardson, or Seth Rich, Jesus Christ. Okay, so, you know, there was this thing that came out when uh, they were talking about um, the way that search engines use information uh, to generate automatic um, search responses. Well, I type in Seth Rich and I get Seth Richardson. I get Seth Richards murder. I get nothing about Seth Rich until I hit the button and then it pops up. But anyways, so this new newspaper saying that the murder of Seth Rich is a conspiracy theory that was started by the Russians. I'm like, really? Like, oh, it's the Washington Compost that published this, I think, or Yahoo News or something. One of those huge conglomerate government-run um, VIP elite pedo peoples, you know, whatever search engine. Um, and I'm just kind of thinking like, okay, so the Russian dossier was proven to be false. You know, the Russian collusion story, the whole dossier, it was all fake, right? Never was there anything going on between Putin and Trump. There were things going on between Putin and the Clintons. If you look up Uranium One, and if you also look up, uh, there's some videos of, you know, uh, like Obama telling um, Putin that he can help him out once, you know, the elections are over and stuff like that. Now, I don't know what that was about, and I don't presume to know, but, you know, that's kind of funny speech for individuals who are so opposed to Putin and Trump um, to have already lived that life. And now they are currently living that lie. Well, Uranium One is going to come out, and that's also going to be another nail in the coffin of the Clinton crime syndicate. Um, but um, getting back to Seth Richardson and R Seth Rich, I'm sorry. You see, you see what these search engines have done to me. Um, Seth Rich and this um, this virtue signaling individual, and I just think it's bullshit. I'm sorry, I forgot. I'm trying to make this a family type show. I, I just think it is trash that you have this coming out and this was the main kicker about that whole russian collusion thing they were saying that they got the information of the dossier from a russian agent so fusion gps a democratic liberal organization um went out and got information on this uh, this dossier. And they had Christopher Steele, who's a British intelligence agent or former British intelligence agent. He was the one that they hired to do that. And at the same time, you have the Clintons paying him as well. Okay, so this whole document's false. And so they're looking up where did you know Christopher Steele get this information. So then they say it came from the Russians. The Russians had this information. So they look up who... These Russians are, because, you know, it's already a case. They've already, like, in investigated and stuff, so they, they're they doing it. And um, it's the Russian agents that they got their information from are none other than individuals who are actually assets. So they're Russian, yes, but they work for, uh, I think one of them worked for the British government, um, I don't know that one of them worked for the United States government, but that is possible. So these were people that we had as informants or intelligence agents to those countries. They were not actual Russian people like citizens or, or you know, politicians or intelligence. They were British United States intelligence agents that we hired to you know work on russia or whatever however that works i don't know i don't i don't want to get too technical on you the main thing is that 
they got that information from our own people, not even from the source that they said they did. So what makes you think that Russians are going to be able to tell us that Seth Rich was a conspiracy? No, you cannot blame the Russians for calling the Seth Rich murder a conspiracy. What you would, or who, whom you would want to blame, would actually be the Americans. Because you have this case where Seth Rich, whom most likely was the informant that Julian Assange was speaking to, um, to get his information, um, you have him being murdered, and I think, I don't know, I think he was jumped or he was shot. He was shot, I don't know if he was shot, no, he was shot in the back, I believe. And shot dead left for murder, and the news within minutes slash hours of this event happening, chalk it up to as a robbery. Nothing was taken from Seth Rich, not a wallet, not a credit card, not money, nothing. It was a hit, most likely paid for by the Clinton crime syndicate, because, um, Seth Rich had a lot of information that he was going to expose um, the Democratic National Committee for, including um, the Pizzagate conspiracy theories. Um, He was tied into some of that. And then also um, the way in which the Clintons made a, I'm sorry, I have to say this, the Clintons made a bitch out of Bernie Sanders. And they stole the election for him, and he healed. He basically went along with it. So I don't even know why this man is running for president again. Um, I know he had his chance. He probably would have beat Trump. Um, Scary enough as it is to say that. He may have beat Trump legitimately. But the pride and the ego of the Clintons, just had to keep Hillary in there. And it's more than just pride and ego. She was their turnkey. She was their agent. She was the agent of the elite, um, the agent of the uh, deep state or the hidden government, um, the shadow government. You can call them the Illuminati if you want, although I don't think that really has so much bearing on who they are and what they do these days. I understand that a lot of them are involved in ritualistic ceremonies and activities. Um, They may be satanic. They may be some other pagan religion. I don't know. I don't want to get too subjective or objective on that point. It doesn't matter. The point is, whatever it was they were practicing, it brought harm to others. So... You have that going on, and you have these individuals who are doing that, and most likely, yes, they had Seth Rich murdered. Um, But then you have this fake news coming out about him being um, Russian intelligence, not him being Russian intelligence, but about Russian intelligence being the ones who created the entire story. So I wonder, they're obviously getting ahead of something when they put that out there, Yahoo News, um, which is now fake news. They've always been probably, but... um, And what I would say they're getting ahead of, they're trying to put this signal out so that the lemmings who catch that key phrase at that key moment in time and latch it onto their brains, um, what they do is they um, tell these lies so this way whenever the story comes out, they can say, now, 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 the Russians started that. had nothing to do with... X, Y, or Z. But most likely what will happen is Julian Assange will reveal his um, source to have been Seth Rich, and that's probably the story they're trying to get ahead of. Um, Either that or the truth is going to come out about him being murdered and um, about how the Clinton crime syndicate had something to do with that, if not just the, the DNC. Um, and they'll have at least a quarter of the population saying, that's not true. Um, Yahoo already reported that that came from Russian intelligence. So that's not true. 
And of course, these people won't take the due diligence that is required to look it up, and they won't concede their points when they are proven wrong, um, which is very, very unfortunate. And I just, it, you know, politics makes the worst out of people apparent. Um, that's why I bowed out for it. Uh, from it for a long time. And I don't say bow out as in I became politically inactive. I just mean that I, my opinions were not as vocal as they once had been. You know, we're talking about, you know, me during the Voice of the People era when I was doing that radio show about the Federal Reserve. And I was very, very, very vocal. Um, flash forward to the 2016 elections, and that has to, uh, you know, kind of stifle itself a little bit because there was so much hatred and animosity against the president. And I didn't even go for him at the onset of the entire um, election cycle that year. But there was so much animosity towards him that, you know, I, you couldn't express an opinion about it. Um, and again, that is something that we can blame on fake news, mockingbird media, mainstream media, legacy media, for spreading these lies and spreading these false narratives and points of view that people take as they take it as doctrine. They take it as the word of God, you know, or God little g, because they probably don't believe in an actual God, anyways. Um, and it's just it's insane. So. I mean, the, the, like, for example, there was one stream where it was just someone said something about Trump and Epstein. And then that turned into like five other proven facts that they knew they could say this state this as a fact because they knew it was a fact, even though they made it up in that same stream. And there is nothing nothing to prove what they are saying. Um, and that brings up another point that comes to my mind when people start asking me about my sources. Well, as I have said in the past, Queer Voice is an aggregate. So I do peruse the news articles when I decide to speak on something specifically. And um, that's all news articles. Um depending, of course, on the points that are brought out in those articles. And when it comes to the sources for those, um, most of the, uh, most of the, I guess, sources that I have, their sources come, like, from the horse's mouth. They come, like, directly from. So if someone is reporting on, like, I don't know, something that happened during a war or that happened in an instance, you know, whatever that instance may be. Say, for example, it's the... Um, Say, for example, it's, like, the whole thing that happened uh, in the Middle East, you know, the sources that I have will be getting sources from generals, from intelligence operatives, from even the Secret Service. And that brings us to some of our points about Epstein. And I'm, I'm kind of getting the feeling that this is going to be a, a maybe a two-part two part, um, series on Epstein because it's very important that we keep this case in the light. The news is not reporting it as much. They're keeping it on the peripheries. They're keeping it kind of marginalized. They're not telling you all of the details and updates that are going on with this case. Um, they are reporting it, but not in total. The only person that I've seen really diligently keep up with this is Sean Hannity. I never even watched or acknowledged Sean Hannity in the past. And I think it's very interesting that uh, he is really taken to this patriot fever. And I, I really can't dog him because, I, like I said, I didn't listen to him in the past. He may have always been like this. But I always just saw him as another talking head that came out on Fox News, which was 
elite run. And um, so I didn't really give too much credence to his point of view or to the um, news that he reported. But he's really the only one that's going after this whole deep state fiasco. And I, I really would like to find another phrase or another name for the individuals when I say deep state uh, deep state has such it's already it's already harangued and already nailed with conspiracy theory so i'll think of something that would encompass all of these individuals and all of these actions and we'll see what comes out of that but um when i was saying that uh it it brought us back to epstein and the clintons um the main tie here that I'm speaking specifically of is the source. In this instance, the source is the Secret Service. And the Secret Service are kind of the ones that ratted out Bill Clinton when it came to the Epstein incidents. Um, so let's just get right into it because Epstein has been in the conspiracy theorists mythology for a number of years. When I first got red-pilled, as they say, or when I first awoke, because I'm not woke, I'm awake, thank you very much, but when I was first awakened to what is going on um, that is not being reported, the other side of what's happening in this world. Um, when I was first exposed to all of this information, when it first came to me, um, the Jeffrey Epstein, Lolita Express, Pedophile Island, Epstein Island, those were already elements of this narrative. So we, or the Patriots, have known about Epstein for a long time. Um, that was like the main talking point or one of the main talking points against Bill Clinton, aside from the fact that he's a rapist and he settled cases outside of court, settled. They weren't dropped. They weren't dismissed. They were settled outside of court um, because there's all that documentation to support it. There's all those, you know, the, the case files and court files and all that stuff. Um Lolita Express was definitely one of the main tenets of his sin. Um, so then the question became, well, what was going on with Lolita Express? What is the Lolita Express? Who runs the Lolita Express? Who owns this jet that Clinton has flown on more than 26 times? Um, so then it goes back to Epstein. And this must have been, I mean, it had to have been around the time that he was um, indicted for uh, child sex trafficking or um, soliciting sex from a minor. So what he was indicted for, what he was arrested for in like 08 or whatever, 07, 08. Um, so I, perhaps this is when this story became... Um, this narrative became part of the the, the canon that the uh, uh, the patriots have followed and used as evidence of uh, damning information against um, our former president um, and rapist in chief Bill Clinton. And I say that because that's when he was arrested, and so that's when this information would come out about Lolita Express and Epstein Island, because the people. Not the Mockingbird media, not the mainstream media, not the legacy media, not them, but the people who are actually investigating these cases will get this information and they'll start to look into it. Um, I was not privy to a lot of this information prior to 06, 07, so I mean, it may have been there before. I would have to check my sources to see if that's accurate or not, but I do know that InfoWars... Dot com and Alex Jones, um, as well as a handful of other people, were the first to even talk about Epstein Island, Lolita Express, and how Bill Clinton was tied to it. Um, and then we have uh, Mike Cernovich, who is a, um, I guess he's 
more of like an independent reporter or investigative journalist, um, what have you. He was the individual who actually filed a case against Epstein to ensure that this um, crime was brought to light. And um, the Miami Herald then picked up that story and it became part of the canon, the pathos that is the Jeffrey Epstein conspiracy. Um, So Clinton is the main main uh, person that you would want to look at here. President Bill Clinton, who reportedly has a lot of, you know, issues and problems with promiscuity and indecency. Uh, It was the Secret Service that started to, I guess, leak this information because when Bill Clinton would fly with Jeffrey Epstein on the Lolita Express. If the Secret Service was present, as they should be, they were witness to some of the things that was going on in that plane during the time that Bill Clinton was on board. And they did not like it. They were seeing underage children and minors being, you know, prostituted and pimped to high-ranking officials, politicians, elite members of the financial, celebrity, Hollywood, and business. They were seeing that. They didn't like it. Uh, couldn't, I mean, you, you, where, where do you go if you're the Secret Service? You know, you can't really just start saying all these things, you know, Something will probably happen to you if you do. And so they leak it to um, sources that they can trust. These are not Russian agents. Thank you very much, uh, Yahoo News. Um, These are members who have been, you know, verified and everything of this elite, you know, protection agency, the Secret Service, you know. So that was one thing. Um, they they were seeing these things themselves. Secret Service have seen a lot of things. Um, and then not only that, once uh, Clinton, Bill Clinton, figured that they were not happy with, you know, the activities that they were witnessing, uh, he totally ditched the Secret Service. Like, he totally just, like, yeah, yeah, pulled one over on them and had them go on this other plane while he went on Epstein's plane. That happened, from what I've read, at least five times. So why was Bill Clinton ditching the Secret Service to go fly on Epstein's Lolita Express is the question. Something there's going on, if you ask me. So then now currently, the entire news world, including platforms such as Google and Yahoo and Bing and all that stuff, they are now trying to systematically erase all of the evidence that we've had for the past 10 years or more that tie Clinton and Epstein together, which I find funny. Uh, The main thing that they're using, though, is pictures because... They know that the lemmings won't read words, so pictures are much more effective. You can get a lot more people like that by that one visual and that one moment of time that they can latch onto and then cons- and, and keep that as their own uh, truth. But, um, I mean, a brief look at some news articles will show that the Clintons and the Epstein storyline has been in existence for a long time. Um, You can't deny the ties that they have to them. Um, There's an article out of... Well, this one comes from Fox News that I'm looking at. It's dated July 6, 2016. Billionaire sex offender Epstein once claimed he co-founded Clinton Foundation. Ooh, that sounds like fun. 
Um, attorneys for convicted sex offender Jeffrey Epstein touted his close friendship with Bill Clinton and even claimed the billionaire helped start Clinton's controversial family foundation. In a 2007 letter aimed at boosting his image during plea negotiations, that's what they learned investigatively speaking so. Uh, the 23-page letter written by high-powered lawyers Alan Dershowitz, whose name is being dragged through the mud because he is a co-conspirator and he may as well also be um, a pedophile and um, in support of human trafficking. Um, and then Gerald Lefcourt um, was apparently part of an ultimately successful bid to negotiate a plea deal before Epstein could be tried for using underage girls in a sex ring based in Palm Beach, Florida. And his private island estate of the 72-acre Virgin Islands home dubbed Orgy Island. Epstein spent 13 months in prison. That is a very, um, that is something that's very upsetting. Uh, there's a lot of consternation amongst the people uh, regarding this information that rather than being charged for um, human trafficking or even for uh, soliciting sex from a minor, he was charged with soliciting sex from a prostitute, and he got off in 13 months, when he should have been put away for a minimum of about 20 years, maybe. Um, so, as you can see, this is 2016. That is just a little bit of evidence that Clinton and Epstein has been linked together. But, let's see. What else do we got going on here? The Daily Caller. So they have an article, and that one says, Will the Jeffrey Epstein pedophile case snare Clinton? So this one was going on during the heat of the... Oh, not even during the heat. This happened in 2015. My goodness. January 13th, 2015. Um, this article is written by Roger Stone. So for those of you out there who are particularly left-leaning, you might feel that need to discredit this article for whatever lies you might have heard about Roger Stone. Anyways, as I was saying, um, he wrote this article um, about President Bill Clinton um, and um, Hillary Clinton's campaign. And um, he, he states that will uh, he wonders if the scandal that is going on between um, Bill and Epstein will sink Hillary's campaign. So I guess maybe back at that time, they were thinking that someone would use this as ammunition against her. Um, but it, it does state that former President Bill Clinton visited the hedonistic private island of a billionaire pedophile who police found was engaging girls as young as 12 years old multiple times. Now, a new lawsuit may compel the former president to testify under oath about what he was doing there. The New York Post reported that Hillary is furious. Um, so that's another article that ties them together. There's some more interesting information in the article. Um, billionaire Jeffrey Epstein was tied by Palm Beach police to as many as 40 underaged girls. So back then they knew. And allegedly provided minor girls to Prince Andrew and his lawyer, Alan Dershowitz, among others, Bill Clinton included. Um, so now there's been a lawsuit uh, to overturn the secret and controversial sealed wristlap plea deal that got Epstein a mere 15 months in Palm Beach halfway house. So I guess in 15, someone was trying to file a lawsuit to turn that over since he basically got off scot-free on that, um, that one uh, accusation, I guess you could say, um, uh, controversy. Um, but... It would reveal that Clinton flew on Epstein's plane 10 times, it says here. But we found out since then it's more than 20 times, 26 or 27 to be exact. Um, and he flew, um, he flew on this plane um, to party abroad. And this is according to FAA logs. So this isn't something that's made up. I mean... Since 9-11, it has been federal law that even in a private plane or jet, you have to have a registry or a um, manifest of who is on board that craft. 
um, and it has to be a, you know first and last name, um, probably not the full name, but at least the first and last name. No initials are allowed on that. So they have FAA flight logs that prove Clinton has been on the Lolita Express with Jeffrey Epstein. And um, just as a fun fact, and I, I might have mentioned it in an earlier episode, um, but there are instances where he left his initials as opposed to his full name, so he broke that law as well. Anyway, so the article does go on, um, and uh, I mean, clearly they were unsuccessful at turning over this um this uh, they are unsuccessful um, overturning the lawsuit, the uh, the judgment that had been placed on uh, Epstein of thirteen to fifteen months in a halfway house. But it was really what uh, he had like work release, so you know he only stayed in jail like I don't know in uh, overnight, and otherwise he was allowed to go back to his you know pedo palaces and do whatever he wanted to do or do whatever he felt he needed to do. So, I mean, it wasn't really that much of a jail sentence. Um, but that's just another article that is an example. Um, there's a whole lot more. Uh, let's see here. There was one that I had come across that I thought was kind of interesting. Let's see if I can locate that for you all at this time. Uh, and I think this one was an older case than um, than uh, an older sorry an o- older article. Uh, than that which I have previously shared with you. I think this one went back to like 2008 or something. So let's see here. Oh, you gotta love technology. So anyways, while my computer's frozen, I'll speak with you. Um, so Clinton has been tied to Epstein for that long of a time. This is just like one of the main like foundational pieces of what we'll be going into with Epstein. There's a lot of things going on. But the most important thing I think that we can take away from this is that, yes, in fact, um, Bill Clinton does have ties to Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, When they raided his mansion or whatever, um, Jeffrey Epstein's mansion, I think it was the one in New York, uh, they found a a signed photo of Bill Clinton. I'm, I'm sure he could have gotten it from the Bill Clinton fan club, but he probably got it from Bill Clinton himself. Um, a little bit of inference, true, but I mean, regardless of that, um, Bill Clinton definitely has more ties to Jeffrey Epstein than Donald Trump. So, um, we'll leave that there. Um, yeah, that was the one 2015. No, I guess that was as far back as I got. Uh, I thought I had a 2008 article around here somewhere. Um... Let's see. Maybe I can find it real quick. Uh, Bill Clinton forced to respond to Epstein arrest. Um, (laughs) Nope, 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 nope. It's not finding what I want. It's all right, though, people. Um, I think I got my point across, and that is just basically that. Um, You know, Jeffrey Epstein um, did human trafficking. Um, he did child trafficking. Now, the kickers are, of course, he was serving the elites, these um, Hollywood celebrities, politicians, uh, financiers, business, business people, etc. Royal families, even. Um, to what end, though? And why? Like, how did he get involved in this business to begin with? Um, there are ties to um, owner of Victoria's Secret uh, to this. Um, there are ties to uh, many celebrities to this. Um, what was the end game? Was he doing this of his own accord? Is this how he amassed his wealth by blackmailing individuals? Or was he working for someone? Important questions. We'll talk about this more in part two of Focus Epstein. Please do stay tuned as we will have more details that will get into the Jeffrey Epstein case and those involved. And just for the fun of it, um, before I conclude this episode, I'm going to give you 
an updated list of individuals from Hollywood that has been leaked slash released in regards to participants in either flying on the Lolita Express with Jeffrey Epstein or there being some evidence that these individuals participated in pedophile or human trafficking activities. This should be fun. All right, individuals, here is your name. Hollywood. Judgment Day Hollywood is what I like to call, and celebrity skinned. There's going to be a massive vacuum coming soon. Unless they strike a deal with them. But here's the list. Seth Green. James Gunn. Dan Schneider. Steven Spielberg. Tom Hanks. Stephen Colbert. Jimmy Kimmel. Barack Obama. Kevin Spacey, who charges were dropped against, we'll find out about that, Kathy Griffin, Oprah Winfrey, Sean Carter, Beyonce Knowles, Anthony Kettis, or Kettis, I don't know celebrities, so I don't know, John Legend, Chrissy Teigen, Jim Carrey, Steven Tyler, Ben Affleck, Stephen Collins, Will Ferrell, um, Akon, Marshall Mathers III, otherwise known as Eminem, Jeffrey Jones, Victor Salva, Mark Collins Rector, Charlie Sheen, Tyler Grasham, Madonna Chacon, otherwise known as Madonna, Catherine Hudson, Gwen Stefani, Stefani Ger, um, Stefani Germanata, James Franco, Will Smith, Justin Roiland, John Cusack, Anderson Cooper, Demi Moore, Brian Affleck, Meryl Streep, hashtag why Meryl why, Wanda Sykes, Chelsea Handler, otherwise known as Child Handler, Michelle Wolfe, David Yaroveski, Farrell Williams, uh, Quentin Tarantino, Robert Downing Jr., Courtney Love, and Alec Baldwin. And on that list, just think about how many of these celebrities are ferociously attacking Trump, and they have been anti-Trump, never-Trumpers from the jump, screaming the loudest. It's because they've got stuff to hide. So stay tuned for part two of Focus Epstein. It's coming at you soon.